This is one of the primitive types of scams. As the name of the title implies, it revolves around a phone call. Target audience. In order for this scam to work, the prey must have someone they love so much about. Usually, someone who is at least a generation younger than the prey. Why? It is logical that we get worried about someone we take care of. In terms of age, the older their prey is, the better it is for this scam to work. Ideally, someone who is not good with the current technology. How does it work? The predator makes a call to their prey. Oftentimes, the target was not intentionally chosen. The predator is playing the numbers game, calling any possible contact number they can get hold of, and hopes someone picks up the call. Once the incoming call was picked up by someone, the predator will either inform the listener that their daughter-slash-son or granddaughter-slash-grandson, or someone young in the family, has been kidnapped. Or they will do a voice acting on the phone as the member of the family in seeking help. The predator is actively sensing their listener from the other end. When the predator senses that the listener is behaving rather oddly from the way the listener responds back to them, they will lock on this listener and convert them to be a target prey. The predator will try ways to make sure that their prey stays connected on the phone with them. At the same time, putting pressure on their prey and keeping them under distress. The prey is left with no choice but to follow the instruction of the predator, manipulating their prey and get what they want, all in one call. This only works for people who have a family member that fits the criteria based on what was described or acted by the predator. For instance, if you receive such a call and the predator tells you that they have your son, and if you don't have a son, it may seem to you that this could be the dumbest joke ever in your life, not even worth calling it a scam, yeah? The truth is to date, there are people who still get caught in this trap. As mentioned earlier, the predator is playing the numbers game. They are calling hundreds of contact numbers, or more, every day. Let us do a little probability calculation here. For every 100 calls the predator makes, 20% of the calls are picked up and that makes it 20 active calls. For the 20 active calls, 10% of the listeners fell for the scam and turned into prey, and that would be two preys. Let's not get into further details as this is not talking about how lucrative this type of scam is, rather how not to fall for it. How to avoid this? Anyone might think that they could just report to the local authority. Although that is the right way to do it, it does not always solve the problem. With our current technology, it is easy for the predator to mask their identity. Using IP phone services or methods like caller ID spoofing. Not to mention the number of unsolved cases worldwide, our local authorities are doing a great job in solving crimes, the issue is that their resources are limited and the number and types of cases keep growing. Thus, instead of taking action after an unpleasant incident, we should try to avoid it. Staying connected with our loved ones, they have the rights to know where we are. Even if there is no scam, we never know if we are put in a desperate situation and without help. Guide our family the use of some basic technology such as messaging app. Guide them who to look for help when they need it, such as your uncle's contact details or your best friend's. Such little actions can decrease the chance of being scammed. Dash. Despite the fact that as we get older, we turn wiser. But love is blind, and it makes us vulnerable to threats. When we hear a piece of bad news about our loved ones, our panic mode immediately gets toggled. Furthermore, older people tend to be less tech-savvy. Communication is the key to safety. To both you and your loved ones. Signing off. Affinity Sage.